Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at exoticlimo.com.au. My name's Corey. As always, alongside me is Beretta. G'day, guys. Good to be back for another Supercoach Elites podcast. One of the third member of the team. Welcome, Bombs Express. Choo choo. That's right, Beretta. The Bombs Express is back. And uh, today, what do we have? We have the round 13 preview by round number two. But before we get stuck into that, Corey, where can listeners hit us up on social media? Find us on Twitter at SC Elites, on iTunes, the podcast, or SoundCloud and Facebook at Supercoach Elites. I'm pretty sure two of those things are the same, but who cares anyway? That's where you find us. Um, big week, boys. By round one is over. Did we all get the W in the leagues that we care about? We did. Yeah, well, I did. Surprisingly, two in a row. I know. I'm on fire. Feels good. Feels good to be back in the winner's circle, too. Uh, what kind of scores did we put out this week, brother? Uh, 15.30 for me this week. Just around about the, the par mark, I think. Bombs? Well, I think if you scored this week, that was you? par. Well, I did. If, again, because if that was par, Bombs to clip that uh, this week, he had 16.92. So I was... Uh, Pretty chuffed with that, um, to be honest. That's, and that's also impressive. his high score for the year, which is good. <laughs> Still on my thunder, but good work anyway, nonetheless. Uh, and I put out 16.02 this week as well, so I was pretty happy. Got the W in the league that I care about. Um, and look, looking pretty good. So how are we looking this bye week, boys? Have we had a bit of a look at the carnage coming up? How long? How many did we have before trades, Bobs? Um, before. Four trades, uh, I think that's what my team looks like now, I think. Um, I had 17, I think, before trades, and it uh, looks like after trades, I think I'll have either 18 or 19, depending on what I end up deciding to do. Brother? Uh, I had 15 before trades, I'll have 17 after, I'm pretty sure. Just going to make the two this week, so I'm looking okay for this buy as well. Yeah, beautiful, and I'm the same as mine, sitting at 17. It looks like it should be 18 coming into the round, but look, let's talk about some of the bubble boys straight into it. Um, Stefan Gyro, 102k midfielder. He's got the average of 51 after those two games, break even of negative 40. 102k, I know he's got the buy next week, but is it too good a value to pass up on a 102k midfielder right now, Brett? Uh, for me, it is not too good value to pass up because I will be passing up on him simply because I like my team for this week and I want to strengthen for next week. So bringing in Gyro for a game you won't be playing is pretty pointless. Um, but again, that 102k value is really nice. And if you are looking desperately for cash and you'll do anything to get it, he's perfect to go down to, especially if you've got the guys like... Uh, Spargo or maybe even a Holman who's break-even is climbing a little bit if you're not going up from him. Bones? Yeah, and for me, um, I, I won't be passing him up. Don't really care what it does for my buy round next week because for me, this is all about what uh, my team will look like post the third round buy. So, uh, look, I'll, I'll field 18 or 19 this week, so I'll be a fairly strong chance to get another win on the board. So, for me, that would mean I would have won two buy rounds, which would have been my plan. So, um, hopefully, I can just luck out in the... In, the next two weeks and hopefully just pick up two wins but I'd, yeah I'd certainly be buying Gyro um, and what I'll be doing I'll be getting rid of uh, Brayshaw from Frio who's uh, done his job for me he's just a tick under 300,000 now so break even at 58 gives me about 200,000 by doing that downgrade which is a well welcomed um Injection this week. Nice little run there, and yeah, it's too much value for me too. I can't see him coming out of that side. Ross was pretty keen on him. He was injured at the start of the year, come in, played some great form in the waffle, and then earned his spot in the team and and looked bloody impressive on the weekend. So I'll also be grabbing the 102k uh, wonder talent from Fremantle. He's quick. He can get his own ball, and I think I, I I agree. I think it's too much value 
post buys to pass up on picking up a 102k player now. Although I don't have the luxury of going down with someone big, I'm going to hold Holman, I think, through the, the whole buy round. Um, it's a handy little player to have. I can't see him leaking too much cash. 78 break even this week, but I'll still keep him in there. So for me, it'll either be Spargo or Aldu, who I've still had sitting around in the team um, and put out a horrible game in the VFL on the weekend. So I think the big benefit for me would be if I hold Spargo next week, get Gyro in this week. It's it's literally a, a, an extra player every week instead of trading Spargo as well. So I'm not going to earn a ton of cash, but I have 700k in the bank as well. So I've got nothing to worry about. A um, couple of other boys in the bubble. Uh, Will Brody with the average of 60. 187k, negative 6 break even. Probably too expensive. I think last week would have been the ideal week to get him, to have him for all three. But anyway, anyone can condone Will Brody if it's going to be a bit of a safety net for boys? No, certainly not. Not, not for me. 170k is far too much. Um, you need to be going all the way down to the bottom now because trades will start to run out. So you need to maximise as much cash... Uh, as possible through these downgrades to ensure you've at least got a few left over for anything that goes drastically wrong leading up or during finals. Brett? Completely agree. If he was probably 135000 or less, um, I'd probably go get him, but at that price point, it's just not worth doing it. Yeah, way too expensive, especially when you got Jaro for this week. Um, I mean, if it got you... I can't even see a way where it really helps bringing him over gyro that's 90k that's that's too much or 80k whatever it is um aspis aspness is the other one uh and aspness. Scott just aptness that's right i had that right last week too i don't even know why i got it wrong this week you know why because i've done the old classic written it down wrong too um and scotty jones as well there too i think they're both almost irrelevant aren't they you wouldn't really be looking at yeah. them uh, well, I mean, Jones Jones is the one, I mean, you wouldn't condone it, but, I mean, if you had McCurney or, you know, that fella, um, yep. McCurney or whatever his name McCurney. is, I mean, him down to Jones um, would be a good trade because... Or if you had you some need English down, as well still Yeah, if you reason. had some English, because you need a downgrade, like McCurney or whatever his name is, um, and you'd be downgrading him to Jones, who's actually a plain ruck this week. And with most teams running, you know, Gorn, Martin, um, Grundy... You know, these are the players that have the... These are all the Ruckland that have the buy this week. So um, he could actually be a, a pretty handy kind of like 50-point player if you could downgrade your Ruck bench option. But certainly you wouldn't be sideways in like an Alango for it no, or anything it, like that. And assuming that Sanderlands isn't coming back in as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, or oh, he's not making way for Sanderlands. And Rourke Smith down back, 158k defender. Break even at negative 14. Too expensive. Too expensive and not good enough. Would you rather go to like the one game, one gamer of? Oh no, would never make sense because Redmond's uh, the boy. So don't be bringing him in. Joel Smith, ninety-one. He's on the buy as well. Uh, Redmond next week. So we're gonna have we're gonna have some one gamers next week that could pop up for some potential. Um, Josh Battles the other one, but I'd probably look at bringing him in after the buys if you need some serious downgrade options. Um, the buy rounds this week, Brisbane. Collingwood, Essendon, GWS, Melbourne, North Melbourne. So I think, look, I think most people around the ground should um, cover the the 18 or, or be very close to it with trades. We'd have to have some pretty bad, some more pretty bad carnage coming up um, to knock that off. But yeah, I think we'll be all right. Uh, go to round the grounds. And this will be a bloody tongue twister. There's a fair bit going on on the weekend, boys. Um, 
In the VFL, we had Geelong just to a little measly number on North Melbourne by 100 points. Uh, Thurlow was impressive with 43 and 9 marks. Corey Gregson kicked five goals, three. Um, and Ryan Abbott, the young ruckman down at uh, Geelong, he popped up with 25 disposals and a goal. So who could be one in our run it uh, in a couple of years? Uh, big Nick Larkey, the ruckman from last year, impressed again with 3-3, three, three, kicked three in the last. Um, Hibbard for North had 29 disposals and five marks. Let's hope that that's one that doesn't make his way into the, to any of the teams this year. Uh, into North's team this year, sure, should I say, and hopefully he can pop up next year at a nice, juicy price. And uh, Big Prusy injured himself on the weekend, boys. So, um, disappointing, went off early. So, we'll uh, monitor that and hope he's okay. And anyone like me who still has LDU sitting on the bench, he's been a nice little loophole option. Uh, he's dunking up on the weekend with five disposals in a 100-point loss in the VFL. So, I don't think we'll be seeing him back anytime soon. Uh, Casey Scorpions knocked off Pies by 23. Uh, Dom Tyson with 35. Buggy had 34 and kicked two goals. Um, Kennedy Harris again, he had 32. And Harley Bellich uh, with the two goals and 22 disposals. So it does just impact. I mean, we're talking about these names every week. They'd be knocking the door down for selection. It's a real worry about who's going to come in. I've uh, seen today too that Harms has injured himself as well. So uh, that's not some great news. Uh, Hunt, sorry. Not Harms. Yep. Um, yeah, Hunter's injured himself as well. Sam Murray, uh, 23, was probably best field for Collingwood. Um, Brandon Sire had the one goal, one and 20 touches with eight tackles, and Rupert Wills had 21 and eight tackles as well. Um, Essendon had a 94-point win over Coburg. Dylan Clark, again, just banging on that door for another call-up. He had 38 disposals, 11 marks, 11 tackles. Uh, Kobe Butch, two, one goal, one, 33 disposals. And Aaron Francis had the 23 disposals and 11 marks off that half-back flank. They're almost two that we need to hope again that don't make their way into the team this year and can be some handy cash cow options for us next year. Um, anyone know what happened down at Sandringham on the weekend? Was anyone paying attention to that? Jack. Oh, little little Jack man Billings called Jack did something. Yeah. Yep, uh, the greatest of all time, Jack Billings, just put on an absolute clinic. Uh, he had 53 uh, and three goals for a combined, uh, I think... Where did he play, Corey? 42 super coach points, so still upset oh, his yeah. coach on the weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, pure guts, pure midfield. So, absolutely dominant. Isn't that interesting? I know, it's, I know it's a class below, but just shows you the talent he's got. Um, and you'd assume for anyone that hold him, he'd be straight up into that Gold Coast team. If there's any form that can go play him into confidence, it's surely Gold Coast, straight into the midfield. So, if you're an idiot... Well, you can't predict this, but if you're an idiot like me, you traded him, let's hope... Well, if you trade him, let's hope he comes back and does nothing. If you hold on to him, I think you're going to get a new Jack Billings and one that's going to go play in the guts. And it could be pretty alarming. But, but this this is where you beg the question. Why wasn't he put into the guts before he went down to the twos? I think it was I mean, that Alan Richardson is a terrible coach. It only uh, just raises more questions for me. This Jack Sinclair was almost all Australian on the wing last year. And he's been playing at like half-back flank in the like forward pocket, like rotating. Like, this Richardson guy, he just plays everyone out of position. It's absurd. Yeah. Best case scenario, Gold Coast beat him this weekend. He gets sacked, and we're laughing next year. He just signed like a five-year deal, didn't he? <laughs> I don't I'm think sure. he's getting yeah. sacked. It's, it's, Ask the AFL to pay it out. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Armo had 37 in that game. Nathan Freeman come back again. Um, didn't do any injuries on the weekend, which is good. He had 26 disposals, and big Joshy Bruce back in that side. He kicked four, so you'd expect a couple being called up for St Kilda this weekend. So Touchwood pray for all our, all our rookies that are floating around. Um, 
Uh, Richmond went down by 12. Um, no real performance there. Sammy Lloyd got himself reported on the weekend. Uh, Rioli was back. That was probably the big one. Um, Corey Ellis, for you, Bonfire, he had 1-1 and 24 disposals. <laughs> and Shy, Shy Bolton took probably what was mark of the year for the um, VFL, which is a big hanger. Uh, Northern Blues, Hawks, Footscray, uh, all had the bye. Uh, in the Waffle, West Coast had the bye. Uh, Crowden, for those who have still got him, he had 27 disposals in the weekend. Probably not too long till he gets a call back up. Uh, Cam McCarthy, boys, he played a lot of the game off half-back. Um, and had 17 disposals and a goal. And uh, big Griffin Logue from last year's draft, he got injured on the weekend as well, which is disappointing. Um, In the Sandful, um, the Crows had a 54-point loss to the Eagles. Patrick Wilson um, was the big one, and he's had 33 again on the weekend. So this is one that I expect to get a call-up very, very soon. He's just been dominating in the twos. Um, and Signorello, the teenager, he had 24 and 9 tackles as well with 10 marks. So, oh, no, Patrick Wilson had 10 marks. Uh, 24 and 9 tackles, he's probably not too far away. Uh, Don Barry impressed for Port again uh, as they beat Central District. In the Neeful, nothing really outstanding from the Swans. I think big uh, Darcy Cameron, he had 18 disposals, 8 marks, 2 goals and 32 hitouts again. We talk about this every single week being kept out. Um, Colo- Con... Colin O'Riordan, the Irish boy, he had 31 disposals and 11 marks playing off that halfback flank, and Alira Lee with big 25 disposals and 9 marks. So some good young future down the back for the Swans there. Um, nothing really impressive out of the Brisbane games. Allison, Bastanak, Matheson, they all played well. Uh, GWS who defeated Gold Coast. Uh, Jared Lyons had 37. Uh, Jordan Dawson, who's one to watch out for, he had 20, uh, 23 disposals. And young Joshy Schofield played well too with 30 disposals, 8 marks and 9 tackles for Gold Coast. Um, Isaac Cumming, Bumps, your boy. Mm-hmm. He had 23 and a goal. Adam Kennedy played That's his first game in over a year. And he uh, he snagged 35 disposals, 10 marks, and two goals too. And big Finlayson, if anyone's still holding him, um, don't know why he would be. He had a goal and 31 disposals. That was round the grounds for this week. Another good effort there, Corey, mate. Oh, it's uh, always a tongue twister. Who's it ready is. for some? Who am I? Yes, let's get right yeah, into I'm, it. I'm on fire lately, so let's no, get. Brady's on fire lately. Let's go, Breda. I am priced between 400 and 500k. I haven't scored over a thousand total points yet this season. Six of my nine scores have been a hundred plus. I've had my buy. I'm owned in thirty nine percent of teams, and I'm ranked top six in both my lines. Who am I? In both your both lines. Both my lines. Okay, I was thinking four. Yeah, that's not who I was top thinking. Top six James in both Sicily. my lines. James yeah. Nailed it. For average, I should have said there too. You got it, Bombs. Who were you thinking, Brett? Early days. That was a good one. I was thinking Franklin. Ah, yeah, nice. I was thinking Shannon Hearn before you said both lines, and then it really narrowed it down for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so the sis. And the reason I bring the sis up in Who Am I, I know all three of us own him. I just think that if you don't own James Sicily, he's at his buy. This is probably the most vital cog piece to your puzzle that you can grab this week. Um, Moving forward, do you all agree? Yeah. I don't know about the most vital cog, but certainly a required player, I think, yeah. Who do you reckon's more vital than Sicily at the Who's moment? Who's more vital? With everything oh, he can McQueen? do. I'd probably rather McQueen Sicily at his price and break even than I would McLean. 
So yeah, I wouldn't. McLean's only 30 grand more, so I'd rather McLean, yeah. 40 grand Next more. week he'll be 30 grand less. Yeah. I just think with Sis, I think the option that you've got to loophole him, as we've been doing all year, is just that vital. And, you mean yeah. switch him, not loophole. Yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, so we rotate him between the two lines. So I think that that's just that vital that it yeah works perfect. I, I think... And McLean's got Port this week who love beating up on tough midfielders, so McLean could drop again. Yeah, I, look, I really like this. I, th- I think he's pretty vital. If you don't have him, he, I'd definitely be looking at grabbing him this week. Uh, perfect segue into the challenge. Uh, Bombs, do you want to run through the challenge quickly? Yep, so the challenge, long story short, is we all got one player each. We're pretty much looking at breakout contenders. Start of the year, I took Jake Lloyd. Corey's got James Sisley, and Britta has Devin Smith. So lowest averaging player for the uh, total of the year, or the, yeah, the lowest total average for the for the year, we'll have to do a challenge, which has been set. We've got a destination set. Uh, so we'll be down at Misty's Diners down in Reservoir. We'll set a date. We will open it up for the community. Everyone will be welcome to attend on the day. And the loser will uh, have to either do one of the incredibly hot chili challenges or do one of the mountain of food challenges, depending on what the community want to see. So we'll put that up to a vote later at the year. So, Corey, give us the leaderboard. Let us know who is currently doing the challenge. Let's face it. Everyone knows that they want to see Brett eat the... What, what was the chili called again? The um, oh, the Carolina Reaper. Yeah, after you started mouthing off last week. And then... 1.5 million Scoville units. We'll have to tee up see if the boys at Exotic Limos want to drop us off out the front again in the, one of their beautiful <laughs> limos as well. Um, but Sicily sitting first on 105 points, 105 average, I should say. Jakey Lloyd second with 103.8. And where is he? All the way down at the bottom. Can't even see him. He's not even in the top 100 players at the moment. Is Devin <laughs> Smith on 94.2. Bretta, are you worried? Can I ask this question, Bretta? If we said to you... That, you know, with Devin Smith just averaging a tick under 95, would you have thought at the start of the year that you'd be the favourite to uh, to be doing the challenge? Oh, possibly not. Yeah, wouldn't have thought. So we've had a good year, Corey, with, with Lloyd and Sicily, both going over 100. It's been incredible. Yeah, well, look, it wasn't really hard. As soon as you said Devin Smith, I was <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Uh, when are we going to get into the other challenge we had from uh, the Queen's birthday? Are we going to mention that this week? Because I'd really like a win here somewhere, boys. I'm in Yeah, we'll mention, we'll mention that. So, yeah, obviously, obviously yeah, the challenge. Um, we had, well, I had Maxi Gorn. Yeah, lowest score pretty much had to donate 50 bucks to um, to MND. So I had Maxi Gorn. Corey had uh, Grundy. And Brett had Dugowie with a plus 20 and a half line, which was ultimately very, very generous. I and, thought it was negative uh, 20. Right. <laughs> and I get points as well. It, it wouldn't have made a Are difference. Are you serious? But uh, look, yeah. no, more than happy. Look, you know what? This is the first challenge I've lost um, on on the podcast. Not sure if you guys are aware of that. And I'm more than happy that the one I've lost means that I get to donate to such a wonderful cause and um, the government matched dollar for dollar every cent that I put into that too. So more than happy to lose that one and keep winning the, the chilly and, and the really embarrassing type ones like uh, you if you you've become accustomed to there, Bretta. I just want to put it out there. There is a reason, Bretta, why Bonfers never lost the challenge. It's because he always takes the easy way out. Takes the safest one. Yeah. Look who he took. He took Max Gorn. Are you kidding me? But he lost. Anything can happen on any given week. For Bonfer to even be a participant in this challenge, he always has to have someone that it's going to look like they're 100% going to win. In fairness, Jake Lloyd, you were ripping into me all pre-season about Jake Lloyd. How about last year when I took Wingard in that bloody China game and you guys had like Robbie Gray and 
uh, Dixon or whatever it was. I had, um, I've taken some underdogs, but I'll just continually get the job done. Fair enough. Can I get it? Yeah. Right on, Brett. Really get shut down. All right, let's okay. get into some player talk. Um, look, I think one thing that I do want to talk about this week, too, is we're sitting in the middle buy round. Um, and one thing that always happens, especially in this buy period, is people start fruit, like seriously freaking out about some trades they're going to do, and they start looking at some options that they wouldn't normally look at on any given week. Um, I do just want to say that make sure you really think about what you're going to do before you do it, because I, I worry that so many people are so worried about getting the, to the A-team players that they're willing to plug and play or move early on some players or bring someone in. Have a look at the long-term picture. Have a look at how your team is going to look coming out of that round 14 by into round 15. And don't go destroying your, te- destroying your team just for the sake to get 18 and try and get the win this week. That's just one thing that I do, I cannot stress enough of with a lot of the things that I'm seeing happen in the community right now. Um, just every trade you look over think about, just go and get someone's opinion on it. Go and speak to a mate. And I think this is something that, that we all do quite often. I mean, I don't send Bonfs anything because I don't want his opinion because everything he's touched this year has absolutely been destroyed. Um, but, you know, just send it around, get a second opinion on it. Because I don't want it destroyed. You there right, Bonfs? Yeah, sorry, man. I just uh, I ended up just leaving there. I thought maybe maybe one of you guys disconnected. So I missed the question. Ah, uh, good, all good. Wasn't a question anyway. Um, so yeah, just don't be going and destroying anything there. Uh, moving forward, Michael Walters. If you've got Walters, got reported, you surely don't trade. No, you just have to cop that sweet in the chin. Unfortunately, Breda. Agreed. Yeah, just yeah, take the yeah. one becomes two with the buy, but yeah. That's an ugly... What a silly move to be made there, hey? Imagine if you tried it. Look, as, as much as that is unlucky, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done it in the first place. I know I, I was big on I was big on that because I was always thinking about him um, just getting injured, but it turns out the suspension got the better of him before he had a chance to get injured. Yeah, that's and that's always a worry. I mean... <laughs> you'd think he'd be alright, but yeah, we can go from there and all you got to do is move on and, and hope he comes back better out of the boys. Um, another one that I want to talk about too is Gary Ablett. Um, 